Free Ballers podcast back again for the first time. A Blue Wire Hustle joint, joint as it were. <laughs> John, how you doing? Uh, also good, Alex. How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, Busy man out there, right? Yeah, man. Busy body over here. How you doing over there? Is there uh, is there fires by you? I saw some fires popping again. Honestly, there's just like a fire all the time somewhere. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, as long as it, there's there's none near me. I mean, I get the little notifications, but like they'll send you a notification if there's if there's a fire anywhere in California. So it's just like yeah. So if it's like in the woods and nowhere near people, then I'm just I'm cool. I'm like whatever. That's fine. Uh, yeah. And sometimes they're like controlled burns. So I'm like, that's, that's fine. They're just, they're just preventing like future burns and whatever. So did you get a notification when Chris Paul went on for like 41? <laughs> um, I mean, he was on fire uh, as, as the kids say. So yeah. <laughs> um, oldest man to do it, by the way, uh, 36 years of age uh, to, to do that. Gee, it- I Chris may have that stat like, uh, a little wrong, but yeah. That's fine. It's good enough for us. Yeah. Y'all. Okay. <laughs> Chris Paul was like, oh, man, y'all, everybody wants to get hurt. This is the hurt playoffs. Like, okay. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I'll show you guys how it's fucking done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, this is, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, this may be a hot take uh, since we're talking about fire and droughts and I'm on the West Coast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um I'm I'm very much enjoying these playoffs uh personally. Um just to see some like new blood in the conference finals just doing shit. I don't know. Just that's just me. Yeah, um I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a hot take. It it, it has been still fun to watch. Mm. And I do like uh I do like that there's going to be a new champion. Uh it just sucks how that like this unprecedented amount of injuries is like the right. injuries is too damn high. Gotta turn that <laughs> turn the injury sliders. Oh, down. you're bringing that meme back. Okay, that's I haven't seen that one in a minute. That's uh, I, I like that. Fucking washed out here <laughs> referencing my memes. That's a good one though. Yeah, the amount of injuries is definitely too damn high. Uh, I mean, Jalen, Kawhi. Yeah. Oh, where else can we go? I mean, oh shoot. man, the the injury squad is out of control, man. Like, oh, it's it, it's a it's a. I mean, the injury squad could be a team in the finals by itself, to be honest. So yeah, like fucking Harden, mm-hmm. uh, Kawhi, Kyrie for a, a minute. Yeah, Kyrie, AD. Mm-hmm. Now uh, Giannis just got called up. Oh, and man. uh clay's been on the team he was like the first dude <laughs> on the team yeah Giannis is Giannis will be like the injury team mvp i mean hyperextended knee is uh i mean i've seen i've seen players get that before the one that sticks out the most of my i think is no paul george had like a long time ago he hyperextended his knee on a fast break uh that, like gruesome injury he had that like took him out for a minute yeah, I thought he just broke his legs uh, straight up. Is that what it was? Uh, I think so. I think well, so. Well, if, if that's the case, and the most memorable one that I remember is from like the 90s, like Marcus Camby. I think it was when he was, I, I assume it was when he was on the Knicks. I can't really remember, but like he hyperextended his knee and like they kept showing, like in the 90s, they had like no chill with like this, the slow motion replay of the injury. Like they just kept showing it to you and showing it to you like way too many times. I feel like, in this later uh, iteration of the NBA, we are like, okay, let's just show it like once or twice and then just like cut away. Um, Cause yeah. you figure you could just go always go look it up on the internet if you want. So, but like the live in game thing, they were like, we got to show this like multiple times in the nineties. Cause you don't know if you're ever going to be able to see it again. Uh, this guy suffering this, <laughs> this, uh, this terrible, painful injury that's going to affect his career. Um, but yeah, like hyperextended knee just looks so bad when it happens. Just yeah. uh, that's a that, that's the cringiest one for him. Anyways, but yeah, um, yeah, seems the, like the all, he's all right though, you know. Um, so that's good. Like uh, themselves, I don't know, man. Yeah, whatever they have to do to get that guy back on the court. 
Yeah, they said that, uh, or Woj said there's, like, no structural damage. Mm-hmm. All his ligaments are good. So, uh, you know, he just fucked up his knee a little bit. Yeah, it just so, looked, he was, like, screaming in the moment, though. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if he's good, he's good. Um, Yeah, so hopefully he comes back. Hopefully Trey is able to come back. Like, uh, that's the thing, too. Like, uh, you could make the argument, the LeBron argument of, like, uh, you know, they're playing too many games, like, in too little time. Um, but some of these injuries are, like, super freak-ass injuries, too. Like, uh, Trey Young stepping on the ref's foot and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, that was unbelievable. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that that happened. He just tweaked it, right? Like, it's just a little tweak. Yeah, yeah, I hope he's able to come back and uh LeBron LeBron's just jelly. Like he wants to be in it and he had something to say. So he, he knows yeah, he knows he had nothing to say if, if the Lakers were in the conference finals right now. So Yeah. Man, he's gotta be he's gotta be pissed because uh it had they have been healthy, you know, it's shaping up to have been uh wide ass open. You know, it's there for the taking. And uh, now that uh, Chris Paul just slid in there with like a godly performance. Um, yeah, now we just waiting to see what happens with the Bucks and the Hawks, which because of the injuries is like, I don't I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, yeah. yeah. Anything can happen. Well, I, I, I'll make one prediction that I, I 100% know will come true. Um <laughs> the NBA is not going to make a lot of money on this NBA finals, no matter who's in there uh, at this point. So yeah, maybe that's, we'll see. That's we'll uh, see. I don't know. It, it's, I mean, it may have like a high, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how they judge these things, like a high market share or whatever, some sort of TV term, commercial marketing advertising term that they'll use. But um, I don't know. Adam Silver has got to be looking at like a potential, like, <laughs> Milwaukee Phoenix uh finals and just being like well uh I, and actually and actually another thing I was thinking is like these teams are going to have to like pay some players this offseason and they're small markets they just don't have the money to do that like man uh, I don't know like <laughs> Milwaukee I don't know Milwaukee's already kind of stretching it with their with their roster as it is. Right. So they kind of like, it's like win or win or go. Well, it's always win or go home, but it's the, it's, if they don't win the finals now, like they're, they got to, they may have considered blowing it up. I may be going, I'm, I'm going a little far out on that. Yeah, maybe, yeah, but I don't know. The, you think so? The, I just got a notification on my phone about a fire <laughs> right there, dude. That was like, <laughs> is it around crazy. the area where I live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, watch out over there. <laughs> but um, I don't know. That's yeah. That's what we'll. That's so, something we can get into later. But um, I think yeah, uh, I think the Bucks are are in good shape. Like I do um, too. They they've been my pick for the finals for a while, like to win it all or whatever I should say. Um, but now you know it's looking a lot like it might be Phoenix, regardless of what happens. Um, oh really? You think so? Well, just because of this injury situation for both teams, uh, is is not going to help them against uh, Phoenix. Has a nice, like, well balanced team. I feel, and uh, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, and they no one person is like carrying too much of the load over there. Whereas, like. Uh, Atlanta and Milwaukee have two guys on those teams, like really bearing the load. Um, But speaking of like what you're talking about and the small market teams and all that shit um, and the finals, I kind of feel like Atlanta, even though I don't, I think they have the least chances of, of making it in. um, I kind of feel like Atlanta is like an untapped market for the NBA. I'll agree. Only because the Hawks, uh, this would this is the farthest they've ever been, and they've been around mm-hmm. for a while. And they've had some cool players over the years, but uh, you know, if they could be a successful franchise, the and tap into that city, uh, it's a pretty big city, you know. Um, 
I think uh, that would be good for the NBA and uh, not to shit on Milwaukee because Milwaukee's cool as fuck. But um, yeah, the NBA likes uh, likes those like LA and New York teams up in there. Yeah. You're um you're you're the more uh judicious and uh judicious uh and um side of this podcast. Uh um you've probably been to Milwaukee. Uh, I've I've never been. So I mean I'll I'll take your word when you say it's cool as fuck. But um I I I would agree with you more about it, the city of Atlanta than I would the city of Milwaukee. So yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh i don't know but i i could also be i i could be misgeneralizing the whole thing but um but i i mean I, atlanta i'm i'm i i agree with you about atlanta though i think i mean they're considered like the new york of the south and they're um that's a great it's, it's just such a great city and i i like to see them going this far and as far as like the team goes as far as you know nba basketball goes no matter what happens to them this uh this this playoffs they're um I think some teams are going to, or excuse me, some um, free agents are going to be looking at Atlanta as a place to, to go. And I think they're going to be shot. They're going to be major players in the free agent market, looking at who they can pick up to pair with Trey young. So. Yeah. Cause uh, I feel like Atlanta is cool and mm-hmm. they, they have a player in Trey young that is also cool. Like, and he's out there. He's pretty much my favorite dude to watch to watch right now. He's been the, his playoff yeah. antics, you know. Like, yeah. Did you see the shimmy and the yes. splash in the three? Oh my yes. god, dude! Like, <laughs> uh, it's such a it's such a bold move to like. I mean, he has no fear, right? I mean, he already had kind of no fear because he'll pull up from the logo at any point. But like, to 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 get to get to come off a screen, a high screen like that. Uh, you're wide open. Nobody's running at you as a defense, uh, you know, as a defender, and they should be. Um, and he just shimmies. Like, come on, man! And you, they're that deep in the playoffs. Oh, come on! That's uh that's such a ballsy move. Um, but yeah, no, he's entertaining. He's fun. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I feel like he's kind of a goofy dude, so it's really easy to make fun of him. And I feel like I spent most of the beginning of his career just making fun of him. His hair. Yeah, his hair, just everything. <laughs> He's just a goofy ass dude. And then now, uh, just watching him just fucking embarrass people on the court, and uh, really like uh, he's got like some fucking some Nash shit going on, and like some Curry shit curry going shit. on. Yep. Um, and um, and a little splash of like some hard and shit, like when he's when he takes it in uh, to the paint and gets all those little fouls and stuff. Yeah, he is good. He's he's yeah. Well, that may get taken away from him. I don't know if you saw the announcement this, that they're going to look into uh, players who on offense try oh, yeah. to draw fouls. Yeah. yeah. So I thought and, that, uh, which I think is good, but yeah, that's that's good. And it's also like, uh, you know, for him, that's a huge deal. I feel because uh, only the most impactful players like ever, uh, basically bring about rules changes. You know. Yeah, for sure. Harden's one of them. Curry's another guy who who can draw fouls that way, and uh, Trey Young is is right behind them. So, by the way, as a uh, as two uh, two uh, two X's of Jay Crowder's uh, on Jay Crowder's uh, belt, um, I don't know where I'm how I'm trying I'm trying to put that in a funnier way, but like as two as two, as two, as fans of two teams that Jay Crowder has played for, how much are you kind of missing him right now? Oh man, uh, I'm I'm happy for the dude. Uh, Same. I'm happy for him. Like I don't, I can't say that I miss him because I don't know if things even would have been any different on the Heat, like uh, this season if he was there. But he was super important in the in their finals run. And from watching him, because uh, they had basically just traded for for him, and then the shutdown happened. And then like months pass and then they played the bubble games. And so uh, he had only played like a handful of games. Um, so just watching him in the bubble and all that, it doesn't surprise me that he's going right back to the finals. Uh, Cause he's the perfect glue guy for, for a team trying to, trying to win. Um, he'll probably, this probably won't be the last time he's there. Uh, yeah he's, he's 
you know, guys like that too, as long as he never is on like some untradeable contract, um, he'll, any team would, would take a dude like that on a reasonable deal. And like, uh, yeah, he might be the best three and D guy in the league. To be honest, uh, I think if, uh, if if you're if there was some sort of a ranking for that, you know what I mean? Like that guy who's just, you know, the role player who shoots threes and you put him on yeah. your you you have him defending, uh, you know, LeBron. Basically, if you're playing LeBron's team. Um, yeah. So, he's a yeah, streaky shooter. And when he's hot yeah. and he'll he'll go on a run th- that lasts like multiple games. This game six. This game six that just happened. He was he was hot. The game tonight. He was uh he, he I think he hit five threes. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, he's he's a winner for sure. Um, Absolutely. Better than Trevor Ariza, I'll say that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I just think that he uh I just think that he'd uh need need more of a change than than having Jay Crowder could have provided like uh so it you know, I'm happy for the for the guy doing his thing. Chris Paul too, man. Like finally, I think I, I, I was saying it. I think he's LeBron's kryptonite. Um, officially. I mean, I, I called it, but I think it's official now. He's, he's the kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, for LeBron. Officially in year uh, 16 <laughs> for LeBron. We found uh, a guy who could beat him one time in a series. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's the first time they ever played. And it may be the only time they ever play in the playoffs. I mean, depending on what happens uh, next oh, yeah. year. But, no, um, if I'm Chris Paul, I'm, I'm taking that to the grave. Every time I see this man, I'm going to be like, you can't beat yeah. me in the playoffs, though. You, you can't beat me in the playoffs. <laughs> um, so, but man, his first time there, now he's, he, I mean, he's in the finals now. Man, uh, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. If, if you like Milwaukee, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go against you. But I think uh, I think you're right to say that Phoenix is going to uh, is going to take this. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, this is going to be their first championship. I think basically. so. I think so. Yeah. And uh, through the years, uh, I've become like a super hard Chris Paul fan. I've and uh, mm-hmm. it's been fun to watch him. And uh, it's so crazy, you know. It's like injuries always take him out, and I'm pretty sure he's hurt right now. But he's yeah. just like, fuck it, man. Like, what am I saving myself for? <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, like, it's crazy how like injuries have struck everyone else, and he's he's still standing in this shit. Thirty six. Yeah, even though like you know normally he's the guy that that gets hurt. It's crazy how shit happens sometimes. For real. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I mean, I, I know I you know you were you were saying earlier how like you know these uh you know, we should really mention that like this whole bubble and COVID thing has come together and it has created all these injuries and it's kind of made a mess of this past season in the playoffs. And it definitely, you know, for sure, I would say affected our two teams, the heat and the Celtics. I think we're both affected, especially the heat because they went all yeah. the way to the finals the last year. League. Right. So the yeah. whole it affected the whole league, but I mean, sir, I think certain teams were, were, um, doubly hurt by it, or you know, just because they went deeper into sure. the playoffs. Like the and, Wizards, yeah. the Wizards were hurt by it with the virus. Uh, oh, I nearly I've, wrecked their whole season. Like, remember in the beginning of the season, they were like, uh, yeah, they their whole team was out. Yeah, I actually saw. I, I we can. I don't know if we, we can cover this. They they blame the Celtics for that. Actually, so yeah, they blame the Celtics yeah. for them catching COVID. I don't. You probably ever saw the same story that I did, but yeah. Um, they said the Celtics were not too good about following protocol, um, which I, I guess they could be right. I know the Celtics miss more games due to uh, COVID protocol than any team here. I wasn't yeah. aware that that was because they were not following the rules. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense. And if yeah. I'm the Celtics, I'm like, damn, you guys are like kind of snitching right now. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you um, know, it's a serious thing. So it really it's like serious. Um, you know, if, if that's how it went down, then that's how it went down. But, uh, yeah, the Celtics should have, if that, if that happens to be true, then it's like, wow, man, like, uh, that sucks because, uh, Mm -hmm. you could argue, you know, that it, that it negatively impacted the season. Hmm. 
I mean, they, made, they might have could have gone deeper in the playoffs. I mean, who knows what, right? I mean, but it's 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 it, that's all in the past. And plus, you know, it, it the second most exciting thing to the the playoffs right now has been all the Celtics news that's been coming out. So I, I don't really, you know, I'm just not, uh, you know, I, I'm not focusing on Wizards just uh, you know being tattletales. So whatever. Anyways, America, goddamn it. um but uh yeah celtics are i mean they're officially they they just got 10 times sexier just just by getting al horford uh back and uh hiring ime odoka as their coach oh shit yeah um i thought it was pretty funny when he was pointing out like all the isolation stats and shit and like 27th uh, in the league and uh assists and assists yeah Yeah. and he was he was like no offense brad but like uh you know we need some team ball up in here i i would kill to see them play some team ball and uh so yeah and actually i you know and uh, i'm kind of riding high on all their like decision making lately that i'm very happy about so uh, i'll say i'm gonna say something stupid right now i kind of don't want them to get there's been rumors. Well, there's rumors about all the guys that are going to be free agents coming up. Um, but Dame Lillard is the big one, obviously. Right. Um, I kind of don't want them to get Dame Lillard. Uh, it's, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, and I would probably regret wow, that. If, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nah. um, it's, that's a, you might've seen another fire just pop up somewhere around uh, Santa Rosa, California, but um, uh, there's a, I don't know. He's a small ball guard who's ball dominant and they typically don't do well with that. So I don't necessarily want that. I prefer like a, a pass first guy. Maybe um, I super hot take. I would kind of rather they get Lonzo ball than Dame Lillard. Okay. Um, okay. At this point. Yeah. That's more of a fit move. You know, it's a fit move. Yeah. So yeah, because it makes more sense you, to me. Um, the, the Jays are really good, you know, and exactly. I don't I don't know if you could get Dame Lillard without losing at least uh Jalen Brown. A J a J or a Marcus. Yeah. yeah. So that and, and I don't I don't think they want I think those three guys were consulted with the Ime Odoka uh hire because they all played under him for Team USA. So, you know, Brad said, Who do you want? They said that guy. He said, sure, he's hired. That's that. So that means the three of them stay, Ime Odoka stays. Kemba Walker leaves, so you need some kind of a point guard. Um, so I I wouldn't, and I know that I, I just have this feeling they're going to add some kind of big piece or go after some kind of big piece, not like a huge piece, but like Alonzo Ball type piece might be what they're thinking. Um, either that, or I mean, uh, mildly hot take, uh, they make Marcus Smart the official starting point guard, which wouldn't bother me either. So yeah, that feels like a like a a move that that's a safe move mm-hmm. and one that that would make sense to me it's like he kind of is in my brain anyways like the he's the guy that's going to be out there like closing games right but, but i yeah, digress um thinking about dame and the whole dame situation and uh if if that does happen and like where would he go uh, one thing I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about is uh, what are some things, what if like the Blazers try to do something to to keep him, you know? And uh, what if they try to like flip CJ and other stuff to to try to get somebody? Some, uh, Flipping I, I, CJ is, I think, almost 100% guaranteed. I think that's, I think, the fact that you mentioned that, I think that's going to happen for sure, no matter what. Yeah, because um, their their backs are against the wall, and like, uh, right. this guy is gonna want out unless you show him that you you've done something to try to win, right? And uh, he's expressing publicly, you know, that that they haven't done enough, and also if if he does end up asking out it wouldn't hurt to have something already happening, you know, like, uh, yeah. To stay relevant. Yeah. Yeah. If it like, if they do a move 
to try to appease him, but it doesn't work. At least they did something and they got something to, to, to work with. To move forward with. Yeah. Um, do you think Chauncey Billups is enough? Nah, I don't, I don't think that's enough like to stay just because uh, he's just a coach, man. Like, uh, I don't, I don't think that's enough. I mean, I you think, say just, you say just a coach, but like that, that can make a huge difference with, with, with teams, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Ty Lue, uh for the Clippers has done, I mean, look, they lost tonight. Right. But I mean, I, I would venture to say they did a, he did a better job with them than, wow, man, I, I, I that's, I don't want to go for like six for six on hot takes tonight, but like I, I would, I was I was gonna say he did a little bit better with them than Doc Rivers did, but that's I don't know how. Oh, no, I think that's, that's a, not necessarily that's true. A safe yeah. one. I think that is true. Okay. Yeah, I think that is true. I think he, uh, the shots people would take at him for winning with LeBron. I think he showed in these playoffs that there's a reason why somebody like LeBron would want him to be their coach. You know, like I think he showed that he's actually a really good coach. I'll be honest watching um, when, when I watch games where he coaches, he's one of the few coaches in the league. I, I, in, that actually makes adjustments on the fly. I think he's one of the, I mean, there might be other ones, but I think he's one of the few that I've noticed that makes adjustments on the fly. I think a lot of coaches go into a game, they have a philosophy and they say, I'm going to stick with this philosophy no matter what happens. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. approaching this game against this team with this method and I'm going to stick with that method no matter what. Um, he changes, like he says, okay, it's not working. Change it, change it now. Yeah. Okay, this isn't working. Change it now. Yeah. On the in-game adjustments. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. He he gets the in-game adjustments award of, of these playoffs. I mean, he's just, uh, he's, he's just like, he's all chaos out there. Like he'll just, he'll just, he'll just, you know, throw some new shit into the game and it doesn't really, he doesn't really, he doesn't really care. So, and I think that's, um, I mean, I agree with that form of coaching, but you know, what, who, what do I know? Right. <laughs> um, I don't know how, uh, you know, I thought Brad Stevens was a good coach, but, uh, apparently he, even he doesn't think so. So he, Maybe he's better in the front office, so and uh, letting somebody else make those coaching decisions on the court. Hopefully, so. hopefully for y'all, we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, Danny Ainge may uh, may uh, be heading to Utah with. I with, saw that with, with your UA. guy. Yeah. yeah. How fucking bizarre and weird is that shit? Do we both have to become like jazz fans now or something? Like, what's how does this work? Oh man, yeah. Um, I I wish for their success, but I also sure. I also. You know what I'm saying? Hope uh, we, we that could help get Donovan Mitchell or something out of the, out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, which well, I, I highly Trader, doubt. Trader but, Danny yeah. doesn't. Trader Danny doesn't deal with uh with Pat Riley, so you can you can dash those hopes right away. It's so. true. But Dwayne it's Wade true. might. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's I don't know. That's a weird little scenario there. Yeah, if that happened, Pat Riley would be so bad. If uh. <laughs> If that goes down, he'd be like, "Really, man? Like, come <laughs> <on."> <laughs> um, yeah." So that's uh, that's interesting. I don't, know, I don't know. Make make Utah less racist. That's that's my motto as far as that goes. Yeah, so, that would, yeah. that's definitely one of the top priorities. <laughs> mm. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, you were saying about these injuries, like, and how much they suck, and how how much this COVID and pandemic thing has just kind of ruined, you know, the NBA a little bit these past two seasons. But um, a part of me kind of likes the chaos of it. Um, I don't like to see guys get injured because it just sucks for them. But at the same time, I kind of like to see like just what teams come out of the chaos and who, who kind of rises to the top. And that's, that's the, I mean, I think that's kind of where this whole Phoenix thing, and not to take credit away from Chris Paul, because he's a, a great player that can, transcend any team that he joins but like i just like to see these other teams just popping up out of nowhere doing stuff you know and these other players like reggie jackson um i mean i i was talking about it on twitter but like um we all kind of knew he was good i don't know why everybody's so surprised that he's playing so well uh that he or that he did play so well in this past series um in Kawhi leonard's absence i mean when he was in okc and then when he went to detroit i mean he was he was doing well there like he was a coveted 
um, player. So that's why Detroit went after him in the first place. So, and I think that's why the Clippers picked them up. So I don't, you know, that's, uh, these are all just products of like the chaos of this pandemic season. I mean, I'm not, I don't wish for pandemics and to happen and bubbles to happen all the time, but it's just nice to see like what the NBA kind of should be, I guess, when like people aren't like messing with it for money reasons, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Maybe that's, a little conspir- Maybe that's a little conspiratorial of me, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we are getting to see some some different stuff. Um, and yeah, Reggie Jackson, man, uh, he's a baller. I think he kind of like developed a, a reputation of being kind of a chucker and like uh, not necessarily a team dude, but mm. uh, he's reaching like a second peak and uh he's about to get paid he is yeah i I was gonna say like he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna ask for some money this offseason and he deserves it i mean i don't know who i mean i could see someone i guess he said like like the orlando magic giving him like a max deal i don't know if he he should get a max deal but like um it's uh but he yeah he's gonna he needs to he's gonna ask to get paid and that's gonna be difficult on the clippers because you know paul george is also you know proven himself uh after what happened last season in the playoffs so he's actually you know he stepped up in Kawhi's absence and he put in some really good games and so he kind of kept them afloat for a little while there so i don't know yeah that's interesting it uh, it's all part of the chaos really it's all part of the the parody that we all like to see the nba have so Man, did you see Steve Ballmer the owner of the Clippers like feeling up on them dudes legs when no, that no. Shit was uh, was wild. Wait, whose legs? I don't. Who are we talking uh, about? Just like the Clippers were were like making a comeback a little bit in the game, and he was getting excited and shit. And he always <laughs> does crazy celebrations and shit. And <laughs> he just uh, essentially like low key groped the the two men beside him. <laughs> I mean, these must be like two guys that are high up in the organization or something, right? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I hope, I hope they were uh, on that level. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a me too situation. Yeah, man. If it was, if I was there, I'd be like, like, what, what's going on right now? <laughs> oh man, he's like oh, playoff P, oh, playoff penis. Oh, whoa, bro, easy, chill with there with your hands there chief <laughs> yeah, i just i just dropped it in the chat what's up yeah, oh just, sorry yeah it's even the little thumbnail is pretty funny <laughs> who are these dudes why is he uh, like way too yeah. high up on their thighs yeah for real dude he's <laughs> what's going on there he's like man you guys aren't microsoft <laughs> 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 holy shit that's uh that's uh Excessive, my guy that's concerning i mean i get like getting being excited about your team but like yeah that's uh that was kind of funny and yeah, man okay. what about uh what about pat bev pushing chris paul uh that was dirty like, that was dirty, dirty man that dirty. was like, really dirty you know, you know what you know what I've realized though. I, I don't know if you saw the clip though. Um, there was a the particular play where I think he fouled. Um, he came off a screen and Chris uh, Chris Paul shot a three, and Chris Paul kind of kicked his legs out and kind of came down and and sold a foul a little bit. But if you, as a fan watching, when I first saw it, I was like, looks like Chris Paul legit got fouled shooting a three pointer, right? Um, but as he's um, so, somebody showed like a, a clip and they, you could kind of read, um, Pat Bev's lips. Um, Pat Bev walks up behind him, right? As he's about to shoot his free throws and he says, way to sell it. Um, I think those are two guys who are both really good at selling fouls, right? Pat Bev yeah. and, and Chris Paul. And I think that, um, Pat Bev doesn't keep it quiet. Like that push that he did to Chris Paul Th- those two guys have been mouthing off the whole series to each other, right? Like we knew they would, we knew they would do that. Chris Paul talks trash, Pat Bev talks trash, but more openly. Okay. Like Chris Paul, like puts on an act, like he acts like a sort of, uh, 
stand-up guy. Um, yeah, he's, he's like a win- the president of this Players Association. Exactly. Exactly. But we all know he talks trash on the court. We've seen him do it. He he's and he 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 backs it up, right? Like he's a he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to the Hall of Fame one day. And this just solidified it tonight. But um but I think Pat Bev uh says the quiet parts out loud. And that's what that push was, right? Like I think I think Chris Paul may have said something to him that went a little too far that we didn't hear. And then Pat Bev was like, Well, I'm not gonna just gonna stand there and take that. But he doesn't realize that like we didn't hear the refs didn't hear whatever Chris Paul said to Pat Beverly. So when, when he pushes him, all we see is the push and all we remember is the push in the back. Right. So it's, um, you know, Pat Bev's kind of dumb in that way. <laughs> um, I, I'll, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't mean to be a dick about it, but if, if there's Clippers fans listening, but he's kind of dumb in that way. Like he doesn't, um, he, he understands, so much, but then he goes a little too far with how he reacts to it. Like he just, you shouldn't have pushed him in the back, right? You just gotta, like, we both know that guys sell stuff to the refs. We both know Chris Paul um, will sort of, you know, roll around on the, on the ground a little bit, but um, you have to sort of like, you know, you got to stifle it. You gotta, you gotta push it down and it, then it becomes an ulcer in your stomach and you deal with it when you're retired from the NBA. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like in that moment, Chris Paul, yeah. If if he did say something to to prompt that, um, in that moment where he's getting pushed, he's just like, oh man, like I I own this man, you know? Yes, like, he knows he like really got to him. Yeah, like you can't let the other person know that you got under their skin. Like that's the whole idea is to is to like is to react. You know, I'm sure Alan Watts would have some sort of like 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 wise like sage thing to say about that. Uh, you know, it's just like. You can't uh, you can't let them know that you got under their skin. You just have to like, well, all right, that's that's cool. You know, it's it's whatever. Yeah. And then just go back on defense and and do what you got to do. So whatever. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like fuel for a dude like Chris Paul, I feel. Yeah. And then he scores 40 points in a game in a eliminating game six. So, yeah. When you. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you push the other player in the back, you have delivered your karma onto onto that player. I don't know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully not. You know, and uh, for Chris Paul's sake, hopefully he didn't absorb that karma. Right. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, I have a yeah. My understanding of karma. So. I don't know if, how, if that's how that works, but um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it doesn't matter. I think Phoenix is, uh, is solid. And I think yeah. they're, they're, they're winning the finals no matter who's in there. But I mean, honestly, I mean, as a, as a pure, as like a basketball purist, like Milwaukee Phoenix sounds amazing to me. I mean, I, yeah, I just can't, I can't wait dope. to see it. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta Phoenix has some cool vibes too. Like, uh, I don't hate it. it. If there was like a healthy Trey Young versus Chris yeah. Paul, like that's kind of cool. Shoot, uh, Aiton versus John or uh, Capella, basically Capella and 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 Collins versus Aiton. I mean, that's going to be like an amazing battle at the you know on the inside too. So I mean, I don't know. I, I I'd like to see that too. I mean, I'm uh, you know I'm a fan of basketball. I don't care about ratings or uh, cities or any of that shit. I mean, I I prefer it be my team in there, but I mean. If this is the basketball I, I have to watch, I don't mind it at all. So, yeah, I think it could be interesting um, with the Bucks too. Like, just uh, Drew Holiday, always, like always getting slept on. He could make mm-hmm. it a lot harder for for the Suns guards to do their thing. I think in a series like that, Middleton kind of becomes the uh, the the well, not so much the X factor, but I mean, in a way, he is the X factor because he's not. He's not Milwaukee's number one threat, but, but he, uh, yeah, he, but I think he, it, but he is, he is the X factor because, um, I mean, who guards, who guards Middleton on, on Phoenix, right? It's basically, I mean, we're, we're playing hypotheticals here because we don't know if it's going to be Milwaukee, but like who guards Middleton, right? It becomes Booker, I assume. And so, um, well, Booker, or we'll see, I don't know, but then who do you put on Giannis? I guess you put, uh, 
geez, see, I don't even know. I don't even know how they would, they would match up. It's, it's such an, that's why it's interesting. It's like, how, how do these two teams match up? You know? Yeah. Um, hopefully Giannis is able to play if that does happen. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they probably have to spend some time with Crowder on Giannis. That's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. Just for a little while. You can't, he can't do it the whole game, but uh, yeah, you, I'd probably go with Crowder to start out because he had some good moments against him uh, last year with the heat. So and with Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he knows how to defend him uh, soundly. The the thing is, like he's he's always overmatched. Like they put him against LeBron, and there's that that clip of you know LeBron posting him up, and then them kind of jawing, and um, you know what's his name, Andre Drummond on the sidelines pretending to post up as well. But like, um, so he's kind of overmatched no matter what. But he gets like I don't know if he gets in their heads or if he just kind of like uh, he just irritates whoever he's defending enough to that it has a, a, like an overall effect on the series. Like yeah. ultimately LeBron wins that matchup, right? Like Giannis wins that matchup, but he, he's still like, you can't imagine anybody else on Phoenix guarding Giannis basically. Like you have to put, you have to put him on there. Cause he's just so physical and uh, yeah. And just intimidating. I feel like he smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe that's his secret. Like he just like felt like not showering after the last game. He just kind of, carry that into the next one i don't know drazen petrovich used to used to do that but, is that uh, true yeah um but yeah crowder's perfect for that for that task where there's a player where like nobody can stop him but it's like yo just go out there and just fucking just make this guy's night difficult as best as you yeah. can yeah, uh, you know, I know you're not gonna. Sure, he's probably gonna ha- drop thirty or whatever, but make it make it a tough thirty. You know, yeah, like a, make him earn it and use uh, all of your his energy up. Yeah, but yeah, with Giannis, it's tough though because uh, I I don't think I don't feel super comfortable with Crowder being like the only dude, but he can hold you down for large spurts of the game. But they they might need to throw some other shit at him too. Um, he, he takes like a team effort, like Aiton is going to be really important because he's going to have to be there at the rim. Uh, cause that's where all Giannis's points are going to happen. Um, I agree. He, he's going to be important for that. Yeah. Giannis, um, man, it's, uh, if, if he, I mean, we're looking at a potential, I mean, if they make it to the finals, uh, for him to win it all, uh, considering man he can't even shoot a free throw in under 10 oh excuse me sorry in under 10 seconds um man um very interesting yeah i just i i just i I don't i never saw him as like the potential nba champion actually until i saw that like that behind the scenes footage recently of him with pj tucker like practicing his free throws yeah Um, that shit was funny man yeah i I, I like his attitude about it Yeah, yeah me too yeah yeah, so now all of a sudden I kind of like Giannis, whereas I used to not like him at all. So, but I, I thought he was kind of a dodo. But, um, well, he might still be a dodo, but he's, he's got a good really attitude funny about the game. Dude. Yeah, he's a funny he ass dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what we're doing is we're justifying like why he might deserve to win the championship if he wins the championship. Yeah, and year, he deserves so, yeah. it. He definitely deserves yeah. it. I mean, uh, yeah. I thought by now uh, he would have added a little bit more to his game. But he's still unstoppable, and uh, he's grown a lot, like, even in just these playoffs and, like, last year, too. And, uh, you know, I think if he didn't just get this injury and and they just steamrolled their way in and won it all, I don't think too many people would be, like, surprised, you know, because he's no. that good. Yeah, he is that good. I mean, he's just he's a, he's a he's a he's a matchup nightmare. You know, you know what I just thought of. You know, you know who whoever is on the Milwaukee Bucks coaching staff that works with him on his game, because um, you know they have somebody who like personally like sits with him and says, "Okay, hey, look, you're you're an MVP. You've won MVP, but there are things you can work on. 
There are things you can do to make the Bucks better. There are things you can do to uh, win championships, and there are things you can work on to you know get you know giant contracts. Whoever that is on the Bucks, that's what Ben Simmons needs. Yeah, yeah, he needs that for sure. Because I recently caught some. I, I guess you might have caught it too, but there's probably some like there's been some like reports like secret kind of like low-key reports that like he's kind of spoiled i guess like he sort of gets like babied on uh, uh, with the sixers like they kind of don't they kind of just let him do what he wants and like if he's if he's just going to keep missing shots it's fine or if he's going to keep not taking shots it's fine whereas like Giannis, i feel like somebody at some point on the bucks told him look you're not the best three point shooter. You're not even the best really like mid range shooter, to be honest. Um, you're, you are like this weird unicorn that like nobody wants to get in the way of, except for like, you know, the occasional Marcus smart. Right. But like, um, you know, you are, you're, you have the height of a center, but you have like the, the speed of like a, a, a wing man. Uh, and you can, you you know when you you get the ball people just kind of have to get out of your way right so but he can't shoot right he's not really that good at shooting he's better than than simmons but i think that's because somebody on the bucks was like look if you miss a shot just put it put it behind you and 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 then go back out there and shoot that shot again and don't worry about what anybody says you are an mvp you practice the shot enough, go out there and shoot the threes. If you're open, shoot yeah. them. If you feel like you're going to make it, if you feel like it's a smart shot to take at that moment, then just shoot it. Just do yeah. it. You, we'll, we'll, we'll live and die by your decisions. He's and got a better confidence and mentality about, about that show. He sure. absolutely does. And it, and it showed in like, you know, I mean, you saw the the play in the, the last game that uh, Philly had against Atlanta where Ben Simmons had, you know, he basically, he was posting up. He, he, uh, he spun, he did a spin move, uh, basically had a wide open dunk and like passed it off to, I think it was Matisse. Uh, and just like, he had a yeah, wide open had dunk. two people on him. Yeah. Matisse yeah. had two people on him. Yeah. That I mean, was, great, uh, great pass, but like take the dunk, man. Like it's yours. Like you earned it. You did the spin move. Like that's yours. Like, you, I mean, I, at some point I want, I mean, maybe I haven't watched enough Sixers games. I, I can't figure out what it is about him that makes him, valuable but also like a losing player i, I don't know I, yeah, I, can't, I don't I, I don't think he's a losing player but he just hasn't added much to his game and his game as is is really good but uh you would think that uh that he would have developed some more stuff by now but at this point though that's not even like the primary concern i, I think what's most concerning is like uh you know, they started actually doing like a hack-a-shack thing with him. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why he passed that ball on that play because yeah. I think he's afraid, he's afraid to go to the line. And uh, that's a bigger issue because that's like just the way he's thinking about shit, you know? And uh, like you were just talking about Giannis, like he needs to just be like, fuck it, dude. Like I'm going to have to shoot these fucking free throws. Like Exactly. You, Y'all are going to have to do that to me. Otherwise I'm going to dunk this, you know? Yeah. Live or die by it. Right. Like that's, I mean, that's what, that's what Shaq was in the nineties. Like teams reverted to hack a Shaq, but like, yeah. but, but no coach was pulling him out of the game. Right. He's a, he's a dominant well, center. You, a you little kept bit him in. sometimes, but yeah. Sometimes, also, yeah. also, yeah, he's, he's possibly the most dominant player ever. And like, sure. Uh, he never could shoot a fucking free throw. So no. um that should give any guy like that confidence right there. You know, it's possible. Doesn't mean neglect that aspect of your game, don't work on it, but it's like, yo, like don't uh don't let it destroy your whole shit to where you're passing up wide open dunks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, he's got the I mean his his thing is like that he's a He's an amb- he's an ambidextrous like wing sized point guard, right? Like he's he has, I mean he honestly he has like Magic Johnson potential. Like he has the skill set of yeah. a Magic Johnson type guy. And he's like he, an all NBA defender too. Yeah, which is actually probably the strongest part of his game at this point. Like that might be the the strongest the the thing that and but even with all like the negative press he's getting right now, which I don't know 
if it's necessarily warranted or not, even though we're kind of doing it right now. But um, he's going to be, he's going to be like a player, like Philly may be wanting to trade him and people will be keeping an eye on where he gets traded to because him going to a different team will make, will potentially make that team better because of what he brings, he, because of what he can bring to the court. So, I mean, you and I talked about it before. Like, it's basically a matter of like, he's a, he might be a system all-star. Like he's, he needs to be in a better system to, to actually go further into the playoffs. Um, and I think he'd benefit so. from, from like a low pressure situation where he's the best player on the team and there's like no expectations at all. <laughs> and then he'll be like, Oh shit. Like they'll probably be like, not as bad as people thought. And it will be because of him and he'll, and then he'll, he'll grow from that. But he's, I don't think, uh, and then I don't know if it fits good with Embiid. You know, we've talked about that before. Uh, I think it's just time that they move on from that shit. I mean, they're going to ask for for a, a good haul for him. I, I assume. I, I just wonder how Philly. I mean, how they move, how they move forward with by, by moving him. Like, like, what do they go after at that point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know he's such a, a weird a weird player in, in, in any, uh, situation. So it's yeah. like, wh- what do they, what do they get for him? You know? So. Yeah. It sucks for them because his value is at an all time low right now, probably, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was like, I mean, Philly, like this was like kind of, I mean, this was kind of like their last real, like, this was like the pinnacle of the process, right? They were first in the East. Um, Embiid is probably the best center in the NBA right now. And he was um, MVP candidate. Yeah. And, and deservedly so. Right. So, and this was like their best chance and they just got like taken out by this like plucky Atlanta team that just, that just play with heart and didn't really give a shit about expectations. Yeah. And yeah. So this little guy shimmying around and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they got had, you know, Doc Rivers was the coach. I mean, like they they were like all in, I think, on this season. And then I think like going into the playoffs, being first in the East, they were just like, well, I mean, this is it. Like we fucking got it now. Uh, but uh, but no. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see because they got uh, Daryl Morey and he didn't really do a whole lot yet. You know, I feel That's like true. he he played it conservative because they were on a path to success seemingly already, you know? So he didn't want to, it seemed like he didn't want to fuck up what was already there. And now though, he knows exactly what he has and stuff. And, uh, you know, he's the type of guy that he, he will get some kind of move done. So. Oh yeah. They're, they're going to make some kind of noise in the off season and it's going to involve Ben Simmons at some point. Like that's, that's not even, that's a cold take, right? So, 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 Injuries made this Bucks Hawks series like kind of a toss up, um, but I don't know. I think uh, if you take Trey away from the Hawks and you take Giannis away from the Bucks, the rest of the players, I think the Bucks have the edge because Chris Middleton's really fucking good, man. I agree. And yeah, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton together in against like a depleted Hawks team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they can still do it. So I think Although, we're looking at Bucks Suns, man. I, I think you're right too. Although if, if, if we're sticking with this Bucks Hawks thing, cause I, I, I still feel like it's a little undecided because of the injuries. Um, you're right. When you say that, if you take their best player away, it's it advantage. It goes to the Bucks, but man, I love like Lou Williams in his first start ever has a great game. Um, Middleton, um, they, they kind of turned on him pretty quick, but he had a great game uh, that one fourth quarter where he just kind of was going off and scoring way too many points, which is the oh, typical yeah. Chris Middleton thing that he does. Um, yeah, so it's fun to watch these like these guys who aren't the number one choice like really um, go off. But you're you're right, yeah. The Bucks have the full advantage when um, if Trey Young and Giannis are out, Bucks are still the better team for sure. So 
it's um but yeah but it's uh, i mean uh, i don't know I, I i it's weird how much i just love the chaos of it i i love when i i don't like to see guys get injured but like teams i i don't like the teams that don't prepare for the injuries like when you know a team get you know your best guy gets injured and they don't have a good backup or a good second you know guy ready to go to to take on the scoring uh duties yeah. so yeah i don't know yeah. i agree with um Dan Van Gundy, he had said, uh, you know, there shouldn't be an asterisk on on the champion, you know, uh, the, yeah. the challenges of the last two seasons were definitely different from other seasons, but, uh, but, you know, these champions are the, the ones who fucking, who, who rose to the top in those yeah. circumstances, um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, a, a lot of a lot of guys could have said, you know, uh this this uh this pandemic sucks, this bubble sucks. I don't even want to be a part of it. But like some guys were like, no, I I'm fully want to be a part of it. I I I'm lucky to be, you know, I'm I'm grateful to be a uh, a guy who's uh 6 feet plus in the NBA and uh or I'm lucky to have a great basketball mind as a coach and uh you know i'm making a lot of money and uh this the nba is trying to to keep this thing going and i'm gonna be a full participant in it and i'm gonna play hard and i'm gonna enjoy my youth and enjoy my basketball skills and just have fun and play hard and that's that so yeah i mean to to the the people who understand that yeah like i i salute them yeah um you know monty williams is the is the prime example of all this really yeah um for real if i'm like him or like uh or chris paul Mm -hmm. and and they end up winning the whole thing and people want to like say that it because of all the injuries that it that it doesn't count as a real one i'd be like like, yo do you know how hard this shit was like this shit was uh, so unbelievably hard they don't understand yeah that's the thing yeah it's actually i mean if you think about it it was kind of harder because because of the injuries, because of the fact that the season was shortened by 10 games and they had to figure out a way to look. Yeah. I mean, it was actually, if you think about it, it's kind of harder because it was just t- took them out of their comfort zone. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't like anybody that wants to put an asterisk on anything. Um, I, even though I did say last season that, <laughs> that any team that wins the bubble championship is going to have an asterisk. Um, <laughs> although, although you, you still could kind of, put an asterisk now but but eh, see that's di- that's kind of different though because that was the damn lakers and it's they had lebron so it's not like you, you can't yeah it's said that's it's such a difficult thing to put an asterisk asterisk on anything but like yeah i don't know yeah it, it's it's difficult it's a fucking nba like these are it, it's very hard to win a championship regardless yeah. of a pandemic so yeah. yeah shit shit happens every 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 playoffs and right. it just so happens that this one a lot of shit happened. A lot yeah. Of shit happened. Yeah. I mean, the NBA had to like put something out there no matter what. Otherwise, it was going to die. Right. Like, it, if you don't put some kind of product on the court, whether it be in the form of a bubble or a season that was shortened by 10 games, then the NBA, it, it would have lost so much money that it made it, it might have suffered terribly. So they had to do something. So they, they, this is what they put out there. And these are the teams that are taking advantage of it. So, or, and, and doing their best to win. So whatever. Um, I, I mean, I'll say it again. I love it. I love watching this playoffs has been super entertaining. Um, I was, I was, I couldn't believe I was rooting for the bucks in game seven against the nets. I couldn't believe that like, uh, you know, I, I was kind of half rooting for the Clippers a little bit against the Suns just cause I, I was just kind of wanting to see how far they could go. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't know. I, I can't speak for anybody else, but anybody who wants to be a naysayer no. can uh can get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, they can they can come fight these fires. I don't know. It is what can't it is. Can't believe watching like uh Cameron Payne and like Reggie Jackson like just yeah. dominate games and shit. Michael Bridges. Yeah, this has been uh a whole career resurrection from for Cameron Payne, man. That dude, oh for sure. Uh, uh was like all in the g league and stuff like mm-hmm. uh bouncing around from team to team and uh he he uh, all the work he's put in is like definitely paid off yesterday well i mean the the them they won the game officially yesterday um it's the year anniversary of monty williams calling him and saying hey do you want to join the suns 
basically. So yeah. So yeah. exactly exactly one year later, they're winning the game that puts them into the NBA finals. So that's dope. Right. So fucking beautiful. I love it. Basketball is here for a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh this is this is deep. This is like deepest I've ever watched like into the into a summer I've ever been watching basketball. So yeah, this is some deep stuff. It's gonna be exciting. I'm really happy for Chris Paul and uh I hope he gets to play the whole finals healthily and stuff. I do too. Uh because if he does, he's probably gonna win that shit. Uh he's I mean he, who he knows gets, if he ever gets back. If, if he just uh if he just gets like in game one and like can avoid injury in game one, then I'll be like, damn, that's that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool.